called to the booth. It's our fantasy show. Trying to let y'all get some more money, man. Know y'all just spent it. We y'all about to spend it on this Black Friday. Get some extra cash in your pocket. DFS, baby. Ride with leave. I feel it this week. You know week. what time it is. I feel it this week. I feel it every week, man. We was cool. We was decent last week. We was decent last week, but some guys was late scratches in the week, man, and they hit us. You know what I'm saying? Swift, Galladay, they hit us last week. Late scratches, man. But everybody who played and we picked, they balled. So we was on the money last week. We was almost there. Detroit Lions fucked us up. Put it like that. We picked their defense. <laughs> we picked their defense. We picked Galladay. We picked Swift. Then was our only three that really didn't hit last week. I think everybody Yeah, but they were hit. out. Yeah, it was but they out. were out. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, ride with lead. Don't lose your and- faith. The, you know only, the only one, the only one that went sideways, uh, was the only one Logan, 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 Logan Thomas, Logan, Logan Thomas, yes. yeah, yeah, Logan yeah. Thomas, yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 that one, that one got me too. But no, overall, yeah. I think we'll, we'll talk about DFS. That's a that's a part of a show. I'm, I'm yeah. happy you brought that up. Uh, get your money get right. The, yeah, we're gonna get to the A plus matchups as well. But before we do that, Akeem, uh, we're gonna drop a bomb. Dun, 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 dun. The Los Angeles Rams are number one in the no-fly zone rankings. I was concerned if, if they were going to be able to stay at number one going into that matchup with Tom Brady. I was, and, too. But they, but, they, but they really showed out. Let me go through the, the entire top five first, and then we can decide which, you know, which teams you want to identify. All at right. number one, the Rams. At number two, the Steelers. They were number two last week, too. Jumping up one spot, the Indianapolis Colts after a standout performance against Aaron Rodgers. At number four, without uh-huh. Marshawn Lattimore, I believe, or Marshawn Lattimore might have not even played, the New Orleans Saints doing a great job against Matt Ryan and Atlanta Falcons. And back in the mix. Yes, sir. The Washington football team. I have a lot of questions. Or, a lot of questions. But, Let me but, see if I answer know, them for you. Let me see if I answer uh, them for there you. There we go. Yes. Let me see if I can answer them for you real quick. The Rams... Mob Tom Brady, man. Got two more picks. Gave up about 200 yards. Star power everywhere on, on, on the Bucks offense, man. If you hold them, if you hold them like that, you up there. You know what I'm saying? They got guys hollering. My dog JJ Holland, man. We're the best in the league. Them points right there. It's the confidence. You know what I'm saying? That's leading mm. to next week. Yes, sir. So they number one. Stillers, they crush uh who they play? Jacksonville. Yeah. Crush Jacksonville had four picks, man. They could have easily been number one, but you know the Rams played great competition. They come in at number two. Now the Colts, the Colts got crushed. 300 yards, three touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers all in the first half, though, Harrison. They came out the second half, gave up, I don't know how many yards passing. They gave up three points, man. They, they, they created takeaways, game-winning force fumble. Another four, they created four turnovers. You know what I'm saying? Got another interception. Man, they playing ball. They keep starting slow. I said it earlier, Mike, three, four weeks ago. I said, man, if the coach keeps starting slow, they're going to be off the list. But when you start slow against, if you start slow against Aaron Rodgers, and then you come out and you have a second half like that, and your team come back and win that game, oh, man, that's, <laughs> that's almost better than just shutting them out the whole game. You know what I'm saying? So, 
No fly zones fuck up sometimes, right? <laughs> but if you come back that second half and you look like that, man, you might move up, man. You create all them turnovers second half. You give up nothing the second half. I'm talking about give up nothing the whole second half. Three points. One little drive, that was three points. Uh, so that's why they on the list, man. I know people questioning, questioning them coach. <laughs> and they still, and they still number three, number four pass defense and number two or number three in interception. So man, they still doing their thing. They still got them high ranks, man. Then them Saints come in. My Saints, they back the balling. They looked at Brady and them maybe three weeks ago, week seven or something like that. Since that game, man, they had three picks on Brady. Backdoor that two picks. Backdoor that another two picks. They've been topping the league, passing defense, man. They they coming. They coming back. They coming back. So with them quarterback situations down, it's perfect timing because their defense is probably playing top five in the league right now. People don't even know, you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. they balling, man. They creating hella turnovers. <laughs> and then uh, lastly on the list, Washington is back. Now Washington, number one pass defense. They creating turnovers, man. They doing their thing. They had a bad week, the game I called. They gave up them deep balls. They backed the ball in this week, man. Minimal deep balls. They they served up whoever they play. Who they play? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, they played, they played Cincinnati. Yeah. Served up Cincinnati, man. They, they gave them boys 200 yards. Uh, got on the board again, man. So, trust me, if if your quarterback playing against one of these five teams, you might want to sit them. You know what I'm saying? These five teams don't give up much. They always get turnovers. That's why they're the no-fly zone, man. You know, the one thing that uh, I, I did want to mention before we get to our A-plus matchups, last week we alluded to it. Um, Joe Burrow is not getting a lot of protection uh, from his offensive line. Right. Fast forward to last Sunday's game, Joe uh, Burrow gets injured, torn ACL, torn MCL. I think there's another, there was another uh, knee injury as well. There are some people, like, he's obviously missing the rest of this year. There yeah. are some people who are saying maybe he should sit next year if you think, look at the injuries, look at the trajectory of the team, and look at the opportunity that they can get to potentially improve the offensive line, improve the talent around him, and make sure that he comes back fully healthy. If you were running the Cincinnati Bengals, do you bring back Joe Burrow next season? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's what is it now? November, so we say, let's just say it's December. So we say January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. Man, it's 2020, it'll be 2021 in August, like, it's ACLs, it's knee injuries now. They they cleaning them up and guys coming back even better, man. Like you see Cooper Cup, he on another level this year coming off that <laughs> ACL. Like eight months, I think eight months, nine months, September will be nine months off. So he not Cooper Cup. He not running pivot routes and getting hit like that. I mean, he playing quarterback, you know what I'm saying? So me personally, I'm gonna get him the best doctor. I'm gonna make sure he's ready to go in eight months, man. And, and, and I'm going to do it like that. I'm going to play him next year because I think ACLs and knee injuries can be fixed and you could be straight because I've seen it with my own eyes. I see guys coming back off of those kind of injuries. You don't need two years to come off those injuries, especially not in 2020. Like, they spray okay. ankles nowadays. Now, do, do you hold – do you – if you're the Bengals' uh, front office, are you solely focusing on offensive line in the, in the draft? I mean, there's obviously other, there's obviously other holes, but definitely, definitely. Consider, considering that fact. 
draft, uh, free agency, man. I'm a definitely, you see what he can do. He's special, right? So you see what he can do, man. You got to start building around him, right? Start with that O-line. Give him some they weapons got, they out got there. Skill, they got skills on the outside. They got yeah, skills they got, on the outside. They got, they T. Higgins, they got Tyler Boyd. Yeah, they got guys. They went and got some young boys right then. They they uh they got mixing. They got a back man. They need line. So you're right. Put some put some put some hogs in front of them, man. It, it can start free agency. You know, you can get some nice guys coming 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 up on their own and, and free agency. You can get the rest in the uh. You can get the rest in the uh in the draft. Yeah, a lot of Bengals fans were very disappointed. Uh, they spent a lot of draft capital, a high pick on Cedric Obwehi, Um, and he failed them. Um, and, well, they are where they are. All right, enough of that. Uh, A-plus matchups for week number 12. Uh, Harrison, good you, and- you sure you don't want to do more on the Bengals? That's like three minutes of my life. I'll never get back. <laughs> Harrison like that Bengals. You know, you know Harrison, he get, lost, he get lost in that Bengals talk. They take him back. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's go. Let's go to the week. Harrison, you is not in Cincinnati no more, my boy. It's over. <laughs> let's go. Let's go to week twelve. A plus matchups. Uh, a plus matchups. Really, we have some really fun ones. Uh, before we get into it, a key. Can you hopefully they all happen. The yes. Hopefully they. Hopefully they all happen. But the only way they the gonna rule? happen. The only way they gonna happen is if you follow. There you, you go. Follow. There you, you go. Follow. All right, first one uh, happening. Now, we know how Bill Belichick does, and you've told us this before, takes away your number one option. There is no better number one option or nobody, maybe he's on the same level as some other number one options, but there's Mm -hmm. no other number one option that's better than D-Hop. Well, he's going against Stephon Gilmore. How do you think that plays out? I hope it play out. I hope I hope that's the matchup because, you know, Bill, Bill like to throw that wrench. You know what I'm saying? As soon as you think it's going to be them two here, He'll throw Jackson on hop and lean Dev over there and let and let us uh, Gilmore be straight zero with Kirk or something like that. You know what I'm saying? He it's just how he do, man. He always want to give you the opposite of what you think he going to do. And he really start. This is the time of the year where where Bill really get to it on them game plans. But if if Gilmore was to follow hop, I like I like Gil in this matchup, man. Gil Gil played deep balls good. He a big physical guy. And uh, he can run. I think he's probably faster than Hop. So I like Gil. To, I like Gil not to be not to be threatened. It, it, his weakness is a, is, a, is, a, is a speedy receiver. Is going to be his weakness, right? And, and that's not what that's not what the matchup is. So man, so I like Gil more to win this matchup. Okay. Do you like Do you like any receiver in this matchup? If you just kind of like look look at the secondary in general, you have Christian Kirk on the other side. You also have Larry Fitzgerald. God bless him. Still still balling. Uh, Andy Isabella is more like the fourth wide receiver. Obviously, Kyler Murray. This is his first time going against a Bill Belichick. I wonder if Bill B- might have something special for him. Do you like any receivers in this matchup in general? Even though I, the, the I Patriots like, are not the Patriots, but right. they're still the Patriots. And it's still Bill. I don't like. I don't like not one. Just one receiver to really just go ham. But you know, I like them to move the ball. I like them to move the ball. It's gonna be some man coverage, and I like them to kind of spread the ball out, man, and, and find who open. Larry, Larry can do some work. He'll be the guy who you know you kind of forget about in a situation like this. Here, he'll end up with a second or a third cornerback on him in a slot, man, and he'll be able to eat. So, man, I say Larry, Larry, Larry probably draw the easiest matchup out of out of Kurt and uh and Hop. So man, let's go, Larry. Larry probably be the top dog. If somebody gonna score some tugs, it's probably a Larry Larry Fitzgerald week. 
Okay. Uh, big Sunday football game. You got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Carlton Davis and the Bucks secondary had a hard time Monday night football against the Rams. Yeah, they did. Uh, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup went went ham as the Rams won that game. On top, obviously the defense played a big factor in that as well. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill always goes off. Always Almost any game, off. he's always liable to go off. Carlton Davis the third has a big job in front of him. You've seen Carlton Davis the third over this over the year. Is he equipped to handle a guy like Tyreek Hill? Uh, he struggled a little bit. He struggled a little bit. Uh... On Monday night against Woods, I, I'm pretty sure he was following Woods. You know, some sometimes motions and whatever made him get stuck on his side if they was in zone. But you know, that was a different offense. That was him seeing a different offense. He a young corner, so he's gonna see some different offense. Next time he see it, his odds would be a lot better. He'd be better. But uh, this gonna be a different offense he's facing right here too, man. And if he draw that assignment with Tyreek Hill, it's gonna be some speed that he ain't seen this year, right? So I like I like Tyreek Hill to win this matchup, man. I like Carlton Davis to make a player too. But the first time you go against Tyreek Hill, man, it's a shock. You know what I'm saying? It's it's real game speed. I done been there. It's real, real game speed. It's the fastest game speed in the league. You know what I'm saying? So it'll be a shock. He'll start playing a little deep. Tyreek will catch him underneath stuff. He's just gonna have to tackle him, man, and try to keep him out the end zone. But but I like Tyreek Hill to win this matchup. I like him to score a tub. That's it. Okay, uh, and then finally, we'll go to the Sunday night football game. J- Jair Alexander going against Allen Robinson. Uh, what's happening with the Bears offense is a tragedy uh, for anybody who, who for anybody who has uh, Allen Robinson or has uh, David Montgomery, but they're coming off a bye week. Yeah. Uh, they're going to get an angry Packers team who lost a heartbreaker um, last week to the Colts. How do you think this matchup plays out? I like Jair to do his thing. Allen, Allen, even even with this travesty, right? Allen Robinson still been getting his targets, man. He's still been getting that ball thrown to him. So Jair gonna definitely have to play some ball, and uh, he definitely got to show up, man. But I like Jair to do his thing, man. Allen, Allen Robinson, no tubs, 60, 70 yard day, cool little day, under ten points. Uh, I like Jair to win the matchup. I can't envi- I can't envision the Bears winning that game then if Allen Robinson is not the one that goes off. Um, but then again, they do have other options. Darnell Mooney's obviously an option as well. we'll no, nah, they're not gonna win. <laughs> don't even try to don't even try to imagine them winning. They're not gonna win. <laughs> Packers gonna come get at them boys. It's, it's, don't even try to imagine it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, we did spend a good amount of time talking about wide receivers and DBs. We did spend some time talking about running backs with Hall of Fame running back Terrell Davis. Part two of our interview with TD coming up next. After that, we'll jump back with some more DFS. Hope you guys win some money this weekend. We'll we'll be right back. Football is back. So you know what that means, man. We like to put on our favorite jersey, get some beer, get some chips, and lock in on Sundays. So don't forget to lock in with Manscaped, though, man, below the belt. We got to lock in and make sure we nice and neat below the belt. So our wives and our girlfriends don't have nothing to say at night after the games, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you spend all day on the couch watching the game and then you try to get romantic and but you didn't do the part that you should have done before that. You didn't treat your halftime correctly uh, when you should have been taking care of yourself. Uh, you alluded to it, it's the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0 and they got everything you need. First of all, you know, Akeem, when we were younger, we didn't have the technology that they have now. 
where you could actually have the lawnmower 3.0. It's a skin safe technology. It's waterproof, it's cordless. You could bring it in the shower, get all the spots that you really need to get. Uh, they also have the crop preserver, which allows it, which is a ball deodorant, so you can stop from the chafing, especially if you're not wearing appropriate boxers. Fellas, we're good boxers. And then also you have the crop reviver as well. So you have the perfect package 3.0, all these things that you need to make sure that you're on top of your game when the games are over. Definitely, man. Manscaped.com got us covered, guys. Uh, I can remember, you know, just going into the shower and, and grabbing whatever razor, doing what I got to do, hopping out the shower, dumping baby powder down there. <laughs> but, I mean, we don't have to go through that kind of stuff no more, guys. We got Manscaped.com. Use the promo code NOFLYZONE. You get 20% off and you get free shipping. That's on anything you need. You get you a trimmer. You get you a little deodorant, man. I say you good to go with them two things right there, man. So, no fly zone is the is the promo code, 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped.com, man. They got us covered. Your balls will thank you. Yes, sir. We'll go back and forth real quick. If you guys can just give me your top three running backs in the league, TD, I'll let you go first. And then if you guys can just coordinate to the top three. This this is this is the this is always a tough question. Um because it has a little bit to do with kind of like the like what's happening now for example you know if like right now dalvin cook is just i mean he's probably the best running back in the game right now mm-hmm. um he's been playing like it <clears throat> but then you still can't forget about somebody like Christian mccaffrey who hasn't played much this year right played got hurt mm-hmm. came back i hurt again so i i definitely gonna put him up there and then king henry hasn't had the season so far that he had last year or that we thought he would have, but does that mean he's not one of the top backs in his game? No, he still is. Right. You know, they look at Saquon Barkley who got hurt. Do you not mm-hmm. put him in the mix because he didn't play this year? Alvin Kamara, what's he doing? I mean, that top three is hard, man. That's that, that that's one of the hardest questions that I've always been asked. Like, man, who's your top five backs in the league right now? I'm like, ah, you're killing me here, man. But I but I'm gonna go on a limb and say this: if I if I gotta get my top three. I'm going, I'm still going CMC just because I, I just I love CMC's game. I'm going Dalvin Cook at number two right now. Man, uh, but is it King Harry? Is it Alvin Kamara? Is like, hey, that's them that we on the same page. Uh, do I throw Alvin in the mix here? That's uh I uh, I'm going Henry, man. I, I love I love Kamara, man, his game, but I got I got a couple of um, multi-purpose backs in my top three. I'm gonna I'm gonna give just yeah. the stud dude the the one that just just beats people every time he's got a chance to do a one on one, and the big fella got some giddy up, man. I never yeah, seen he do. that size lumber. Not I mean I mean look fluid running ninety four yards, but score that's hard to beat there. So those are my top three right there. That's a good top three right there, TD. Mine look the same as yours. I'm going I'm going I'm going CMC. I'm going Cook, but okay. then I'm going Kamara. I'm in I'm in love with the with the if I could throw it to you and hand it to you. You know right. what I'm saying? It's the more you can do for me. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like you take Cook and you throw him in Tennessee backfield and you give him all them count, I feel like he's going to be productive as Henry is. You know what I'm saying? It's just it may look different. He might not be running through people, but he's he going to be shifty and he's going to get out. Same with Christian McCaffrey, same with Kamara. So, I mean, I think it's just a style. It's a style that they play in, but it's the more you do for me. It's, yeah. it, 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 if, if push come to shove, I need you to go return a punt. And you can do that, uh, that make you the best. That propel you to the top of the list for me. You know what I'm saying? So 
That's them true. boys that's can true. catch the ball. Them boys can you can you can hand them the ball. You can throw them screens. If teams want to play man, you see the Lions was trying to play all that man. You start throwing the ball to Cook out the backfield. Not Jamie Collins had to guard them, then tackle them in the open field. So I mean, it's it's a problem for real. So the more you could do for me, man, I'm going them three guys. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that, and, and and I think that that's that's the way the question has to be kind of framed. It's like if you right now you're a GM or you're a head coach and you have yeah. three guys that you want on your roster right now. See my three because I got I got the pounder and I got them two multi-purpose back and one who. Hey man, my my three. Ooh, hey, you good? Awesome. <laughs> you good? <laughs> you good? <laughs> Well, you know, the interesting thing about that TD and you talk reference being a, a GM, um, the, econ- the, the economics around being a running back, it went south for a while where we saw guys have a hard time getting paid. And then you saw this past off season, you saw a guy like Christian McCaffrey actually get paid. So Alvin Kamara uh, hold out and eventually get paid by the Saints. And it, it showed a change in the marketplace because for a while it felt as if running backs had a real hard time getting that monetary value that maybe guys in your age uh, would have or valued at least from the from from a GM standpoint uh, in terms of like commensurate to what it was back in the day. Uh, how do you feel about how things have maybe skewed back towards paying running backs real and actual money uh, versus maybe where it was two three years ago where it felt like once that rookie running back was once that running back was off his rookie contract it was really hard for him to get that second deal from a right. team because maybe teams thought he was expired. Listen, it's, it doesn't really matter how I feel about it. Um, the reality is that when, um, when backs are getting paid, so let's just look at like, you know, David Johnson, for example, when he was in Arizona and got paid, uh-huh. let's look at uh, Zeke, for example, let's look at, you know, say, not Saquon, but uh, uh, Lev Bell, Let's look at some of these backs who've got these big contracts. And this is what I'm hearing from GMs and, and, and coaches is that their belief is that once a back is in, he's really, you know, the prime for a running back is really his rookie year. Mm-hmm. Maybe halfway through a second contract. And that's why you see a little bit of the, the apprehension, apprehension in signing these backs, these contracts. And, and what we've seen, we've seen a lot, a lot of times when backs are getting paid, these mega deals, that the the contract and the production a lot of times doesn't match up. Now I'm always gonna fight for running backs to have more money because like man, it's the most brutal position out there. I understand the sacrifice and man to go on that field and get beat up like that and not be compensated. Yeah. It's just I mean it ain't cool. Um, but what we're saying is like you know teams just not they're not gonna pay running backs like that anymore. And I think the main reason is when you pay somebody. And the injury happens. I mean, it happens to quarterbacks, receivers, you know, yep. DBs, everybody gets injured. But for some reason, running backs, when we get injured, we have to look at it and be like, oh, man, that was a that was a wasted contract. Right. Wait a minute, man. But, you know, it's just it's just the way it's trending now. Right. Um, but I would say, man, if you're making 15, 16 million dollars a year as a running back, man, I, man, I'll raise my hand to go play back. too. Look, I'm telling you. Hey, I'm making 14 million a year. Hey, brother, sign me up for that contract. I'll play. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't make it that kind of money, man. I didn't make that kind of money when I played. So exactly. they're, they're making way more than we made when I played, but it's not in the same percentage 
uh, as like the salary cap. They're not they're not growing at the same level as the salary cap and other positions are growing and the backs are kind of staying stagnant. They're barely climbing. Right. I mean, I think we're there with kickers now. I think like running backs and kickers, I think their contracts are, you know, they're and neck, right? <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> I think they look at it. I think they look at it like, well, this is how I look at it. I'm a DB. I'm on the outside looking in. I don't know nothing about running backs. All I know is my son talked to Rock a little bit. He's seven. You know what I'm saying? But you talk to Rock now, your ass ain't playing running back, bro. I'm going to tell you that right now. I, I always tell him, you're just doing this to fall in love with football, score some touchdowns. You ain't playing no fucking running back. But I look at it like this. I see running backs. You see them young running backs, free agents. You know what I'm saying? Guys like C.J. Anderson. You know what I'm saying? Then you see first-round picks, guys like Todd Gurley. And then you see him coming to the league on fire. Like, they putting their foot in the ground, running guys over. It's like, it's almost like you're running for that bag. You're running to get it. You know what I'm saying? And then you put your body through so much to get it. It's like, once I got it, now when I put my foot in the ground and guys coming, I might go down now. Like, bruh, I might run out of bounds now. Like, bruh, I'm good now. I'm not running. It's like that carrot at the end of the finish line, I already got it now. So now it's like, what I'm, what am I running for? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not running as hard. And I done seen it too. Like you said, we named some of the people just not running as hard as you was running, bro. You're just not cutting the ball up, getting up in there like you used to do. You know what I'm saying? And that's just the nature of it. They like, man, that's your job is to do that. If you're not doing that no more, then why are we going to pay them? Let's just keep getting somebody who, who hungry for that bag. And now he, you finna get that bag. Yeah. Go get it somewhere else. We'll get another guy who hungry for that bag. Cause they going to run a certain way. That's that's what I see with the running backs. Man, you, you, you're speaking a lot of truth. You're speaking a lot of truth, you know, because you're willing to put your body through a whole lot. Hey, but it, I say this, though. It's not just with running backs. This is what, you know, yeah. I think it's sort of human nature. And, and it's one of the things that, that as humans we have to fight is to try to go hunt when you got a, when your belly's full. And it's exactly. this hard. I mean, like, you ever see a, a python go hunt when he got a belly full of, like, a, exactly. a animal? He can't hunt. It ain't hot. He's chilling. Oh, he got to sleep. He got to rest to get that antelope to go down his belly, man. So exactly. as much as we sometimes we try to stay the same, have the same intensity, it is. I mean, even for me, when I, when I remember thinking about this too, when I got my contract, it wasn't no great contract, but I got a different contract. And so I was, I was cool. I was, you know, secure financially. And I remember trying to making sure that whatever I did, before I got the contract, that's the same energy I'm going to put, in, put into this game. Right. I was able to, to do that. I was able to, to continue and not make it about the money, but make it right. about my, my, my legacy and the fact that I'm playing for the, these cats in this locker room. Um, and I'd hope anybody who played with me would say that about me. Like, man, TD came to play every game. Like, mm-hmm. he, no game, he was like, he wasn't going to try to pick up a blitz. If they, you know, I, my career ended with me making a tackle on an interception. Right. So, I wish at that moment I was thinking, you know what, man? Y'all got this. The rest of y'all on the field, y'all gonna make this tackle. But no, I went and made the tackle, man. Just that's the way. I, that's who I am as a player. Definitely. So, but back to your point, yeah, it creeps in, man. When you when you when you grind and they make get that contract, and that's why I'm always leery when I see people and they're in a contract year, and then you see them hit the free agent market, and the teams put all that money on that free agent. I'm like, man, if I'm a GM, you better hope he one of them guys. Yeah, cause, cause especially if that year is an outlier. Like if if that's the only year where you bought out, right? Your contract year. Yeah, I'm leaving them guys alone. I ain't yeah, doing that. I, I, 
I can't do that. I ain't doing that neither. Because, look, me, I don't even play running back, right? I play DB. You know what I'm saying? And it was a time where, boom, I got a bag. I'm new. I'm fresh in Denver. I'm fresh off a bag. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm four pounds, five pounds heavier out, out the gate. So I had to, you know, I, I think I had four four picks, two touchdowns my first year in Denver. So it wasn't bad, but I still felt like, man, damn, I ain't I ain't strapping up like Lee be strapping up. And, and I felt like I took a break. I kind of just stayed at the same spot. After I got paid, I ain't really dive down. I ain't, but I ain't, I wasn't on the rise like I was. And I think it's it. It was, it was me being around like Peyton Manning for real and, and D Ware. And it was me being around guys like that. Vine always Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. Hall. You can't stop talking about the Hall of Fame, right? <laughs> so it was me being around guys like that that just reminded me why the fuck I do this shit. Like I do this shit, of course, for my bag, but. When you was in 11th grade and 10th grade, you used to be talking about, bro, you're going to be the best DB in the game. You're going to be a Hall of Famer. So that kind of, you know what I'm saying? I kind of got real back in. So, all right, man, let's go. Let's lock back in in the offseason. It don't matter how much money I got. That's just one little check. Okay, got my bag. Check that off the list. Now I got to get a chip. Now I got to get some all pros. So I, I, I always gave myself more goals, man. And, and that, that always helped me keep going. Yeah, good, man. I'm glad you had, glad Peyton came in there. It's yeah. important. It's really the difference between guys who are good, guys who are great, and guys who are Hall of Famers. Right. Like it's, it's a mentality you have to have. Like, th- imagine this. Imagine if Michael Jordan had gotten full. Imagine if Michael Jordan was like, ah, I got one chip, I'm good. Right. It, it, we would have been deprived of the right. greatest basketball player in our whole <laughs> Come on now, like you see what I'm saying? Like we would have missed out on a on that experience to have Michael Jordan. But he didn't have that. And Michael didn't give a nah. damn. And yeah, of course he wanted his money, but Michael wanted to be he wanted to be the best. Period. Based on some sneakers. Everything. I <laughs> said we playing golf, I'm gonna be the best. We yes. playing cards, I'm gonna be the best. So that was his mentality for sure. Yes. Uh and, for sure. Uh, guys, uh we're very much appreciated the conversation. I'm sure every Bronco fan uh, enjoyed that. And anybody who's trying to achieve that Hall of Fame status can definitely peel off tidbits from what you guys have just uh, talked about. This is Jared Goff, and you're listening to Call to the Booth. We're back with more Call to the Booth, Akeem Tlaib. I'm Harrison Sanford. We're going to talk about DFS a little bit, but we're going to do it differently this week. We had three games happen uh, on Thursday. We're recording this on Tuesday. There's a bunch of information that's going to come out. It's going to be real hard to kind of make a lineup now. So it doesn't make sense, too much sense for us to do it this week uh, coming off of Thanksgiving. But we will obviously still give you some advice. So let's talk about it real quick. Uh, a lot of people are going to love Dalvin Cook at running back. Going against the Carolina Panthers, team might be without Adam Thielen, which even means even more targets for uh, Dalvin Cook, who some, might, some are saying the best running back in the NFL. The real question is, what do you do at that second running back spot? Uh, Akeem, help help them out here. Two really good options. Josh Jacobs versus Atlanta, 7,200. Nick Chubb versus Jacksonville, 7,100. Atlanta has a, a better rush defense than a lot of people think. Nick Chubb has looked great, mm-hmm. but he hasn't gotten the end zone yet because Kareem Hunt has been uh, taking those. One person ho- co-hosting the show would know. Um, 7,200 for Josh Jacobs, 7,100 for Nick Chubb. Both in the same price range, both near elite running backs, if not elite. Who do you like more? Mm. I gotta imagine Chubb, like, man, I'm keep getting us down there, then he getting the tub. So <laughs> coaches see that kind of stuff, right? 
They'll let you get your tub. So, man, as long as he come out, he talked like he did in these previous weeks, man, I'm going to ride with Chubb for the extra, what is it, extra $100? He's actually $100 cheaper. $100 cheaper? Oh, yeah, I'm riding with Chubb. Let's go. Let's go, Chubb. He on fire right now. Okay, cool. Uh, and the positive thing for, for the Cleveland Browns offense, and maybe, well, maybe not, I guess we'll see, maybe for once they will play in a game that's not dominated by rain, oh, wind, weather. <laughs> well, yeah, it's been out of control. It's really hampered uh, their offensive impact. Uh, yeah. A lot of people are going to kind of that kind of been good for the run game, though. You know, when it, when the weather like that, it's oh, turn around and give it to Chubb. So he's been yeah. doing his thing in that weather. So you know, it's also it's also good for the under, and and also the under good for, also good for the under. Not good for people who have Jarvis Landry on their football team, right? Uh, on their fantasy teams. Uh, again, something that only one co-host here would know. Uh, another <laughs> pick, another pick uh, that is going to be very popular: Devontae Parker at fifty-nine hundred against the Jets. Uh, you be saw what Justin Herbert did to the Jets last week. Yep. We saw what Keenan Allen did to them. We saw what Mike Williams did to them. Devontae Parker is the unquestioned number one in Miami. Makes a lot of sense. If Adam Thielen is going to miss the Vikings game against Carolina because of COVID. Justin Jefferson makes a lot of sense at 6,300. Here's another $100 debate uh, for you. Actually, we'll stick to wide receiver, but another matchup that people are going to love, Akib, is Derek Carr going to Atlanta against that secondary. Yeah. He has three wide receivers. Obviously, we know Darren Waller, we know Josh Jacobs, but there's three wide receivers. Henry Ruggs, 4,300. Nelson Aguilar, 4,900. Hunter Renfro, 4,000. I'll do it one more time. Derek Carr at Atlanta, good price. He's, I think he's 5,700 at quarterback. It's a great price. We don't know who's going to throw the ball to, but here are his options at wide receiver. One more time. Nelson Aguilar, 4,900. Henry Ruggs, 4,300. Hunter Renfro, 4,000. Which guy do you like the most? Ruggs been quiet, man. So, yeah. I ain't gonna go. I'm gonna go with Aguilar. Aguilar been the guy. He been the guy who I feel like Carr been the most comfortable throwing downfield. You know what I'm saying? Bombing it. So you thought it'd be Rugs, but you know it's he young. So you know he's got to kind of learn the game a little bit. So I like Aguilar. I'm around with Aguilar out of them. These guys are gonna be unpopular plays, but some people, you know, that's how, pretty much how you win a tournament. You pick a guy that's not doesn't seem like he's in an ideal spot, and all of a sudden. Boom, he goes off. Exactly. I'll give you two I'll give you two options here at wide receiver. AJ Brown going against a top five no fly zone defense at 6,700 going against the Colts. Last time they played just two weeks ago, it was Corey Davis who was getting all the targets. Uh, the Colts ended up losing winning that game. Oh no, actually losing that game. The Titans won that game. Uh, but Corey Davis was getting majority of the targets. And then you have Michael Thomas, obviously not with Drew Brees with Taysom Hill going against Denver for 7,400. Again, these are not going to be popular plays. These are not plays that we would say you're doing cash, but in a tournament, you might entertain it because they're not going to be popular. Which one do you like more? A.J. Brown, 6,700. Michael Thomas, 7,400. Mm, I'm going to go Michael Thomas just because Taysom Hill loves to throw him the ball, man. It's almost like the same. He come in and do the same thing Drew Brees did. Let me just throw him the ball 13, 14 times, and if it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad, right? So... Like you said, we don't know who's gonna get the targets, AJ Brown or 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 Davis or Corey Davis. We don't know who really gonna get those targets, man. It kind of depends on how the defense playing. But we know Michael Thomas gonna get the rock. He coming out, he he had a hundred last week, he ain't even healthy. He still was out there limping halfway, man, and he still was killing, right? So he's gonna be a little bit more healthy, he's gonna be a little bit healthier. 
uh, this week. And Taysom Hill going to be a little bit more comfortable throwing in the balls. Now that he done did it in the game and it worked. We won and he had 109 catches for 100 or something like that. So let's ride with Mike, man. I don't care if you play, play a man, you play him zone. It don't matter. He going to throw him the rock. He going to make catches. Yeah, so uh, you heard you heard it here first. He's going to – Akeem likes Nick Chubb. Obviously, we talked about Devontae Parker. We talked about Justin Jefferson. We love the Giants' defense against a backup quarterback. Nelson Aguilar looks real nice against that Atlanta secondary. And obviously, Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook looks like a great option against the Carolina Panthers running backs. Uh, with that being said, usually we do our primetime previews, but what we do here always, we keep it a buck. It's Thanksgiving week. We gave you about a good 30, 35 minutes good of content. You got, all your, you got your fantasy football advice. You got all, you got your nice interview with the Hall of Famer. What more mm-hmm. do you need? We out of here. Anything else? Hey, happy Thanksgiving. Y'all be safe. You know what I'm saying? In between them games, after them games, y'all throw that call to the booth home, man. Sit back, listen to lead. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs>